everyone. This is Universal Love, episode two. Here today, me Lou and with Kate, my friend Haley, we're gonna talk about something, some things about cross culture dating. And there you go, Haley. <laughs> yes, we're gonna talk about cross cultural dating for episode two. The topics that we have chosen are courting, as in how do you chase someone mm-hmm. and make your intentions known. Um, online dating between different cultures and how that works mm-hmm. and expectations of a date specifically your first date Ooh, first the standards date. are high <laughs> so where do you want to start Lou I want to start by um, I want to start with the courting part because I think it's the very first step of asking someone out is to show that you are interested yes love um, courting yeah so I've been here in Halifax for two years, and I was in Melbourne in Australia for a year, so I I always wonder, um, is pickup line really a thing? Like, do people actually approach you in a bar or on the street here? Because I find that really odd sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> like in the movies, you know. Right. I'm sure it still happens, but people probably look at other people doing it, and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm making a fool of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think there's the fear of being rejected. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That, right. Yeah, that's right. very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's also the fear of coming off as creepy. Yeah. 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 That can definitely happen. I'm trying to think of pickup lines that I know. <laughs> I don't know any pickup lines. That's not great. Uh, well, I I could be corrected, but like I've seen a lot before I came before I went abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, the most cheesy one I heard is like, "Oh, have I seen you somewhere else? Like, did I know you or something like that?" Is that in the movies? Is that still a thing here? Yeah. Like, do young people still do that? Yeah, the idea that like once you see the person you're supposed to be with, you just automatically are like, "I've known you my whole life." <laughs> I dreamed about you <laughs> last night. Uh, um, yeah, but like I, I mean, I ask that because in China people don't really do pickup lines. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like either a blind date or um, you either meet someone through a blind date or um, through mutual friends, um, or um, there are like groups where you can just go there and. Basically, it's like look. It's like Tinder in reality. So we're life Tinder. Life Tinder, and and your parents would actually go. It's hilarious. It's, oh. it's been really popular uh, recently. So there would be like you would be in an open space, and you have a picture of your daughter or your son, and how much they make, and what is their profession. What? I know. This and is so inappropriate. And their age. Um, it's like you're going shopping and they're like, oh, I want to pick that one mm-hmm. for my daughter or whatever. I want that human. I want that human. Like, like he looks oh. like a good guy. <laughs> or he's rich. Um, but anyway, that's kind of how we meet people here. But like, m- for the majority Canadians. Here, I just want to interrupt. Yeah. Does this happen often? Is that like... Oh, yeah. It ha- really? it's, it's in the news. It's in like... Yeah, oh, have you? Has that ever happened to you? No. Okay. No, I will so, be so embarrassed if my parents did that. I'll be like, no, don't tell everyone else. Like, <laughs> do you have friends that that happened to? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness. 
Um, it's very common. Is there a, a word for these public mm. outings? Well, there's a Chinese word, xiangqing. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who know Mandarin, you must know what I'm talking about. Um, but for, for, for if, if you don't really speak Mandarin, that word literally means like finding a partner. It's actually a tradition. It's been around for hundreds of years. Oh. But it's just, it, it took on a different form in, in, in modern society. That's, it sounds like a really, like, established thing. It is. Happening for, so it's, like, yeah. historical and cultural. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess it existed in other cultures, too. It's, like, hundreds of years ago when the parents want to find, say they have a daughter, and they want to find a, a, a guy for the daughter to marry, they will have this com- open competition, whoever wins. Right, like the suitor. The suitor, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's just, like varied in like modern okay yeah. that's cool so it's like it's like all the women are like helen from ancient Greece, <laughs> i was gonna get the, <laughs> <laughs> and then all the kings are coming and they're like i have this really big <laughs> golden harp you can have and then the other one's like i have a really big dick you can oh, have no. <laughs> so, i'm just Yeah, that is something that happens in a lot of different cultures. I, and also, like, the idea of arranged marriages. I don't mm. know if that kind of is... I mean, that's, like, a whole different thing than what you're talking about, I'm sure. But, yeah. Um, the idea of, like, your parents being oh. the central part or, like, a yeah. very big part of finding the person that you're going to be with. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's really funny because I was talking to an Indian girl um, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Um, so she... Got she married this guy totally because her parents wanted her to, and mm. I was so shocked when I heard it. And she was talking, yeah, it was an arranged marriage. Like, well, my parents thought it was a good marriage. It should, it would be a good marriage. So I married him. Wow. And I was like, and you're like fine with it? And she's like, yeah. Don't you have arranged marriage, like marriages in China? I'm like, not really. Well. Sort of, but not to that extreme. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, I'm gonna marry him because my parents told me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it kind of like um, sometimes your parents will push you, but Ooh, yeah. you don't have to. Yeah, it's not expected of you mm-hmm. to say like, okay, I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's it's more like a like when you date someone. Say if you have a partner for and you want to marry them, and it's really important to get approved by the parents, um, that's like kind of, um, how do I put it, that's kind of our version of arranged marriage, but not like really arranged, mm-hmm. it's like you go find whoever you want to, like, marry, but like, you have to also like win their heart too, mm-hmm. which is like, sometimes I feel like it's stupid, because mm-hmm. you're not living with them anyways. Right. Okay. How about in Canadian culture? I'm sure you don't do that, I guess. Uh, It's not the norm, for sure. Mm. But I think, and I think I talked about this last week, the idea that, like, Mm. certain maybe more religious Mm -hmm. communities would have kind of the equivalent of that. A little bit. But, Mm. you know what? No, in my experience, no. Like, I come from a Christian background, and Mm. I think there's people that you grow up with in the church, and your parents are like, oh... Mm-hmm. This is a good man. He's 
strong and has a job <laughs> and he's financially stable. But I think that's a natural parent thing of right kind of yeah that's true yeah and I think like all of this is just such a um I guess that parental guidance yeah. like they want you to be <laughs> successful and happy so they're like let me plan this out for you <laughs> let me strategize your whole life right um yeah so right. I don't think as much at all mm-hmm. no. and specifically not in in my family right I think the only thing so like my parents are Christian and mm-hmm. grew up thinking that anyone who is not straight is sinful right so and that's just like what I had to deal with growing up and so I was really scared to kind of come out to my parents but at the end of the day and I think a lot of maybe some people would disagree with me but they don't I don't think they accept that I'm not accept but I don't think like they're totally a hundred percent like yes we want Haley to date a woman and marry a woman but um, but at the end of the day, they're like, well, if Haley's happy, then we're happy. Oh, that's really so nice. I think what matters most to them is my happiness. And that's true for all of my siblings, like not just me because I'm gay, but like they just want us to, to be with someone who makes us content, makes us feel safe. Um, so I think they can, yeah, they can rationalize it that way. And I think at the end of the day, the happiness is the key thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so what if, I'm just trying to figure out what, what are the boundaries here, so what if someone, someone's parents don't like their partner, would that be a big problem for them? I don't remember if we talked about it. Um, it would be very awkward, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we talked a little bit about, like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to bring them home yeah. to see your family as much as if they actually liked that person and right. enjoyed them. It would just be an awkward situation. Right. Yeah. So I don't think they might discourage you from uh, from seeing that person and like want you to break up with them. But I don't think you feel any. They won't interfere. interfere they, yeah. That there's way. no way that they could really interfere. I don't think. I mean, and that's just from my experience. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if that's different for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some people's parents are really controlling <laughs> and have more say than than most. But. Right, but that's not generally accepted. Like, yeah, I you think can't. that would be if I saw that happening to someone that mm. their parents didn't like their partner, and therefore their parents were like, "You mm. have to leave this person." I would be really pissed off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> not I can imagine. Norm, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got off topic. We, we did. We need to talk. Where about was that? Courting. <laughs> that's right. Um. So yeah, that's how we meet people, and once you decide you like the other person mm-hmm. um in our culture it's basically well you just tell them i mean you and it's normally the guy who's doing all the courting too mm-hmm. um the girls are supposed to be to be in the position of being pursued mm-hmm. if that makes sense yes um and a lot of girls believe if you are the one who's pursuing the guy, they will take you for granted or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So what is, like, in here? Is it okay? I, I mean, I mean, girls are probably more independent and more open about themselves, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I think it goes both ways. Like, I think mm-hmm. some some people expect the guy to make the first move just mm-hmm. because 
like 30 or 40 years ago. I think that was like very <laughs> instilled, like that's the way mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even back then, I'm sure there were there were women who were like, nah, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I can do no big deal. <laughs> and now I think it's kind of like, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I this just reminds me the other day because someone well one of my Chinese friends was texting me on WeChat mm-hmm. so that's like the Facebook thing that we have and she's saying like she wants she wants she wants to date this guy like she likes this guy mm. and she was freaking out just texting me she's like Lou like I, are you there like I want to ask you a question like I really like this guy and I think he has a crush on me too and he's Canadian he's He's a Canadian. It's a classic cross-cultural dating situation. Whereas the girl was like very subtle and she was trying to say that, Oh, um, do you want to go for for a walk with me? Because <laughs> in our culture, if you, if a girl or if someone asks you to go for a walk with, with the other person, mm-hmm. um, it normally means like, especially for older people, I think they're more conservative. So going a walk for them could mean that they have a crush on them. And then she so she's she's she took a picture of the chat history and sent it to me and the guy had no clue what was going on and he kept asking, Why did you want to, to go for a walk with me? Like why? Like, oh, someone else is coming too? Because the girl was like really shy and she wanted to bring someone else. So that things are not awkward. And then I realized it was clearly a miscommunication into between two cultures because in our mm. culture, it's more subtle. Even if the girl brings another person, mm. if the girls on who were asking this, it, it was it's 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 supposed to be clear that the girl definitely wants to you know mm-hmm. know you at least yeah. a little bit more. But for the guy, and he's like he was so confused through the, through the tags. He's like, why? Like it's just not today. Like I'm busy or whatever. Like why do you want to go for a walk with me? Mm. So I just want to know, like in. Is that true? Is that like for a lot of Canadian people, if someone just went out and say, "Hey, I want to go go for a walk with me," does that mean anything? I think it could, right? Yeah, I think maybe not as much. I think it could be a little bit more obvious, but mm-hmm. um, and a little bit less subtle. We're not very good at subtlety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. It depends on the vibe that you're getting from that person, mm-hmm. and if they're picking up on it, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, some people mm-hmm. are just thick. Like, some people just, don't, just get don't get it, it as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else we're going to talk about, Cordy? Chasing. Chasing. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, ways that people, I think for us, like, just flirting. Flirting. Yeah. How do you flirt? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I'm so <laughs> I think it's like being um like physically close, like entering the other person's bubble with mm-hmm. permission without making them feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe like slightly kind of like maybe touching their hair if you say, Oh your hair looks good and you take a little pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I did try that once and that worked. That it worked. did? It did. Oh. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and then, what else? I mean, you could just, like, say, hey, 
I like you. Do you want to make out with me? <laughs> just as well. I like that. That's very straight. Yes. Forward. Very straight. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because I remember when I was dating my ex, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he just felt um, reluctant to approach Asian girls because we don't make eye contact that much. Really? Do you no. find that's the case? Well... I mean, eye contact is something that I had to force myself to learn before I went abroad because I feel like a lot of Asian, maybe it's because we're all busy all the time and we don't really, we, we don't really do a lot of eye contact and look at you and smile. Like that's not as much of a thing oh. as it is here. Huh. Um, and you will find like a lot of people Asian from like that kind of background, especially if you're Chinese and they will be really shy. They come off not as confident. Mm-hmm not even approachable sometimes, but really, they're really nice. They just don't make that interaction with strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think what my aunt was saying, like, he, he, he feel like, well, not scared, but he feel like if he approached someone in a mm-hmm. cafe or, or do the eye contact or whatever, and they will think, you know, like, he's creepy because no, no one does that in their country and... And I thought that too, actually, when I was first here. I was like, I remember when there was this guy who was trying to, like, ask me out. And, like, and I was like, okay, this is, like, I almost felt like there was something wrong with him. Because how do you approach a stranger? Right. And then you ask them, like, is that really a thing? Mm-hmm. But then it, it it took a long time for me to realize, oh, okay, so, you know, you can meet. You, you, here, I feel like a lot of people, they they, they meet their partner in so many different places it doesn't have to be through a mutual friend or or anything it could be even be online <laughs> on tinder mm-hmm. yeah right did you meet anyone on tinder ever i did really mm-hmm. <laughs> like i was oh is this the person i'm seeing now no oh okay no right this the person i'm seeing right now is my friend's friend's brother which is oh I'm sorry, my date, I won't name you if you're listening to this. <laughs> we can't drop names. No, we can't. Um, I mean, I could give him a nickname. Yes, you could give him a nickname if you wanted. Mm-hmm. But also, we can just refer to him as, let's, let's call him Simba. What is Simba? Oh, yes, Simba. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's a good name. Oh, my gosh, we're genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, when I met Simba... Um, wait, where was I? Why why was he in the picture again? Oh, we were talking about if you met him online and actually where did you meet him? So we met, we actually, I met his sister first. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were at a party together, um, well, me and my friends and his, and his sister, and we're just chatting and we had a bit of liquor. And his sister just went out and said, you know what, like, I think you, I've never said this before done this before but and I've never said this to anyone but I think you should meet my brother <sighs> even just her laugh you know what like you, you should we should just go to a movie or something and she was trying really hard to push us and then she just right on the spot she texted him and said hey do you want to go see a movie with my friend friend and like with her boyfriend too and then on the day it was like an hour before the movie was mm-hmm. supposed to start she butt out so she's like Oh, sorry, like, I can't. <laughs> sorry, I can't go. <laughs> like, 
that was just like the worst move. I mean, like that's very strategic. And it was. Hindsight, it's clever, but I would I, die. <laughs> be like, what do you mean? I know. I was like changing, and I was about to leave, and then I got her text and completely freaked out. Mm-hmm. And I actually believed her. I thought she really had an emergency, because she explained it in the text, and she's like, you know. Like, this happened, whatever, and we can't go. But do you still want to go? Like, I, I'm sure, like, he would want to, like, he was trying to, you should really still go. And then I was like, well, like, I don't really mind, but would he still want to go? Like, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure. And he's like, haha, yeah, I'll text him. And then she texted me back, like, 30 minutes before the movie began, I think. And she's like, yeah, he's down. Uh-huh. And then we had this most awkward first date or first like meetup uh-huh. at the movie theater. And you know how like you don't really talk to the other person in the movie theater. Like mm-hmm. why would you talk? Like it's it's movie, right? Um, and I had like I believed her. Like I really thought he had she had some sort of until like I started to talk to Simba, mm-hmm. and we're trying to. Oh, so what did she tell you? And and he's like, yeah, like right before the movie starts, she said she can't make it. And I was like, did she, did she ask you, like, you know, I can't, like, you know, do you still want to go? And he was like, yeah, I kind of feel like she was trying to set us up. Well, I mean, I believe him because he's her, he, I mean, he's her brother, right? He probably right, knows her know. better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, so this is actually a thing here. Apparently you set your brother up with someone else, but like, just stand, uh, standing someone. Have you like, asked oh. her if she, um, did it on purpose? Or? No, I just you felt should. it was. I should. <laughs> I so should. I should bring her in and be like, "Hey, like." <laughs> but it worked out well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think she does have a point when she said like we would get along. Mm. So what movie did you see? Oh, it's the Ocean Eight. Oh, that's when you saw that's when that. I saw movie. That. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I yeah, and then we chatted a little bit. We spent a little like spend some time together after the movie mm-hmm. um i liked it because we at least had something to talk about because we just watched a movie mm-hmm. and i think you can learn so much from the other person when you like when you when you hear them commenting on a movie i think it just tells you a little bit about how sophisticated they are <laughs> are they stupid <laughs> um <laughs> That's a good first meeting story. I like that. And then when did you see him again? Because like I'm sure you guys left and you were like, oh, well, yeah. Will we see each other again? Who knows? Right. So he. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm, I'm spilling out my personal story here. Um, <laughs> I know I'm really putting you on this, in the spotlight. Oh no, I like it. It's just like I I think it's really. I mean, for me, it was, like, really odd. I think it was probably a little bit odd for him, too. Mm. Um, and I'm really straightforward person. Like, if I like you, I would just say, something, like, right on, like, whatever I'm thinking. Yeah, that's moment. true. You did do that to me. Oh, did I? What did I say? Oh, yeah, you were just like, you're so cute. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we were, like, eating after, like, we had a bite. And I was saying... Oh, you're you you look cute because he does. I mean, and I was like, you look cute. And then later when we're when we're talking after, and he's like, well, I was like, was I obvious when we watched the movie that I liked you? And he's like, he looked at me. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I thought it was being subtle. And he was like, well, no, you just literally told me like I look cute, so I I thought you know you probably like me. <laughs> and then like at the end of the the date, like 
well, not date, well, at the end of the evening hangout, and he asked my number. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was appropriate. Instead of like just asking a stranger on the street and ask their number, I felt like that was a problem because you at least have some sort of personal connection with them. Yeah. And then you ask the number because, and he was like, can I see you again? Can I have your number? And I feel like that was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think like establishing, establishing that connection mm-hmm. and then seeing if you're getting along. Mm-hmm. And then from there you can be like, okay, I would actually like to see you again. <laughs> yeah. You had a good time. Nice. So. Yeah. Cool. That sounds mm-hmm. good. <laughs> That's a good meeting story. I like it. Mm-hmm. So what? how did you meet your girl? Uh, <laughs> I met, I met, um, I think I can use her name. That's fine. Okay. Um, I met Jill online on an app that was designed for queer women. Mm-hmm. And it's like a really weird app where every few hours it sends you like prompts. For mm-hmm. questions, and then like an- you should answer them, and then the other person can comment on your answer. And it's always like really gay right. things, like who's your favorite character in Orange is the New Black? Or, like, Why is it my game? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> because Orange is the New Black is like super not yeah. gay, but it's like there's a lot of like women in loving general? women. Yeah, right. you know, mm-hmm. it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard. The first two seasons, and then it gets weird, but. Uh, yeah, so we met on that app, and we bo- we both are not people who enjoy texting and, like, talking through technology, That's so good. I'm pretty sure the first thing she said was, like, hey, girl, <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> hello, <laughs> um, and then we were, we chatted a little bit, but I was spending the summer at home, which is three hours away from the city, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm not going to be back until next month, but when we get, when I get back, would you like to go out for a drink with me? And she's like, yeah. And then we didn't really talk much during that month. And then when I got back, I was like, hi, I'm here. Do you still (laughs) want to go out for that drink? And sometimes Jill was like, that was really cool that you did that because I didn't know if I'd ever hear from you again. And then all of a sudden you were like, hey, and you followed through, and that was nice. And I was like, yes, I don't follow through on very (laughs) many things, but I did on (laughs) that. And then we just went to Good Robot. And we got a drink, and it was Good Robot is a local brewery, by yeah, the way. Yeah. It's very cute. And it was a really short date, and so I thought it went bad. Why? It was like an hour and a half, and then we parted ways, which to me felt short. Right. And I don't think it's short. It's, yeah, it's I don't know. It felt like, you know when you first meet someone and it is awkward? It felt um, like that natural awkwardness. Yeah. And I think I was feeling that. With the shortness oh. of the date, I just felt like I was like, oh, maybe maybe this won't work out. So at the end <laughs> of the date, I asked, I was like, can I give you a hug? And then I gave her a hug. Mm-hmm. And I think we were both like, okay, well, we should do something again sometime. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't really expecting that we actually would. But then she, I think she messaged me and she was like, do you want to? Oh, no. I also messaged her again. And I was like, ha! do you want to <laughs> see a play? And then we went to go see a play. Nice. And then after that, we watched um, Battlestar Galactica, which is like a sci-fi show, which I'm sure you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched Battlestar Galactica in her apartment. And that's when I knew that she was my true love, because she was <laughs> just as nerdy as <laughs> No, but it was, I think, like, I still didn't really know if I, I liked her at that point. Like, I knew that I liked her. I knew she was a very good person. Mm-hmm. And she was interesting. She was funny. Um... 
But yeah, I wasn't really sure if she was like the person that I wanted to date. It took a little while. But it was never it was never very awkward. Like Jill is someone who can hold conversation well, even That's if awesome. she's dying inside. She's very good at like keeping things rolling, like making comments, mm-hmm. asking questions and like making it feel natural. Um mm-hmm. so she's a comment and she's smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's very good at that. Um, Aww, so you're gonna love her. So what was your expectation for your first date you said it was Mm. short so how long did you do yeah I think because we met online I wasn't really know I didn't really know what to expect um I didn't know because I think some people assume like you meet online and you hang out and then you hook up like the first day oh I think some people expect that and so I was like, I'm, I could be potentially down for that. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not a terrible thing. Like, no, I wouldn't not. say, like, I think that could happen and I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously I'd say if I wasn't, but yeah, I was like, that could be a potential thing or maybe I'll just be awkward and we'll end up being friends and then I'll, I will have like met another queer person and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really didn't have any set expectations, but Maybe I did a little bit. Maybe I thought it would be a little bit more, like, sparks right off mm-hmm. the bat. Yeah. And that didn't really happen. At first. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So you said if you meet someone online, the expectation could be that it's a hookup? I think it could be, because there still is that weird connotation that exists with dating online mm-hmm. or, like, meeting someone online where, like, you're only there for sex or you're there for, like, a quick... Right, a quick hookup, which right. is not true at all. Like, there's yeah. people there for a myriad of reasons. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think, like, maybe the stigma still exists, that that's what online dating is for. Mm-hmm. And so I think I kind of carried that with me going into the date. Like, maybe right. maybe she expects that we're going to hook up. Right. And maybe I expected it. <laughs> so, I, I, and I also was like, I don't know, it was very hard to judge if she was into me as well and like yeah. I think she didn't know if I was into her mm-hmm. so it was a lot of like no one Let's made any move whatsoever besides at the end when I was like can I give you a hug Aww. which is the most innocent of things it was a very innocent start honestly that it was like so a super slow that is so, so slow <laughs> <laughs> so you met first well you waited a month till you first met each other mm-hmm. and then how long was that like at how long between the second date? Um, hmm. Maybe a week. Maybe a week? Yeah. And yeah. then we... I think it was a week. Right. And then... And then we started hanging out at her apartment. Right. Um, but we were still, like... No one had kissed anyone yet. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were, like... I think it was maybe the second time we were watching Battlestar Galactica. Where she was yeah. like, can I kiss you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Finally! I thought I was going to get laid for the first day. No. <laughs> too. Um, yeah. And then, but then we only, like, we really just kissed. And then we kept watching Battle of the It's a good show. <laughs> so everything progressed very, very slowly. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was no who was chasing who, right? It was not, it was a mutual establishment instead of one person chasing the other person even you met online yeah if anything I think Jill did more chasing than I did maybe like I don't think 
I don't know. I've never talked to her about it. But right. when we first started dating, I kind of, um, yeah, I felt like she was the one who did most of the, I guess, like, the act of courting. What, what and I, I was what I there. <laughs> um, like, she, I don't know. There were just little things that happened. Like, she ended up inviting me to go to a gala. And, like, she was the first one who was like, I want you to meet my friends. Mm. And then... I met her parents first before she met mine. Um, just like little things where I think she kept on like right. being like, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna date you." <laughs> and then when we went to the the chemistry gala, like she bought me flowers, like little things like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's there was a bit of courting too. There was a little bit of that, but it was like kind of um, interwoven. Like that had already happened. Like we were dating, and then that was happening. So it was like a very romantic kind of like Aww. it was very cute. That's it was nice. cute because it was happening after we were already in a relationship, and I was like, "Well, you care, you're doing little <laughs> things." Um, and then so that was like the dynamic at first, and then I think that um, it's become, uh, hopefully, I hope, a lot more equal over time. Where like I'll also go and get flowers for her and do <laughs> little things. Um, but yeah, I think other than that, it's been very like equal in terms of right like little things that we do for each other right that's mm-hmm. the thing i find is different from the two cultures is that the courting part starts in our our culture it the courting part starts before you start a relationship so the courting part is you showing your affection you send your notes you do some flowers and you hey be my girlfriend or be my boyfriend or whatever but like for, I, f- I feel like here courting is more of like a mutual thing first of all, and then you start later in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Too. Like not real relationship, it's like you're trying to figure out things, and that's when both of you start to make move. For mm-hmm. us, it's like oh, you court someone, and then the relationship starts, and we court in different ways too, of course. But that was a really cute story. No, <laughs> yeah, it's a very kind of like uh, what's the word? mundane like probably common <laughs> story um but yeah mm-hmm. so do you is buying flowers a thing that exists in your culture oh yeah okay totally. i think we're, that's pretty universal right? yeah we're so westernized now no. i mean i don't know why <laughs> i didn't hold on to that it's i would say it's probably more of a deal in china than in halifax because mm-hmm. people are crazy about sending flowers they're like 99 roses Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, a thing. It's, like, because 99, it means, like, forever. It rhymes with forever. It's in Mandarin? In Mandarin. Oh, cool. It's something, like, has a connotation of saying, um, you know, I would love you for, I will love you forever. Mm. So, and. That's kind of cute. That's also a know. lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> um, and, and, and flowers, of course, are cheaper. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, everything is cheaper there except, like. Wow. Uh, Apple products, but really, how come? Uh, just the duty. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant actual apples. Oh no, not apple. actual apples are really cheaper. Okay, so much cheaper. <laughs> right, but yeah, sending flowers. What else would happen in our culture for courting? Oh, messaging, messaging, messaging. Like, hmm. I feel that's a way. Like you know, you mentioned about flirting and getting physically close to each other, that's like not not really how we kind of feel like, because mm-hmm. we're more conservative, 
Mm. Um, so texting would be a big deal. But I heard from another person, I won't name him, but like he said, you can sort of get a sense of the other person online on Tinder too. Mm-hmm. Is it based on what they say in their profile? Some of some of them don't even put anything in their profile. Mm. So you would know that they're probably not looking yeah. for something serious. Yeah. And some of them have like nude photos, like half nude photos. Yeah. Like they're where they're like, This is what my chest looks like. Yeah. Like I can catch so <laughs> many fits and then <laughs> And then you know they're probably looking for hookups. Yeah. <laughs> and then give you orgasm. <laughs> Um, call me baby. <laughs> I'm like, Burr. I have an eight pack. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you about your first date, like your first date ever, Ooh. and what it was like. Oh my and was, god! Was it what you expected? Wait, my first date. I, this is horrible. When was my first date? <laughs> um. <laughs> Can I talk about the Simba first date? Because after the movie, well, yeah, that was not sure. really... Yeah, yeah, that was not really a date, but we went out on Canada Day. Oh my gosh, I feel so sorry about Simba now. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting... I was... I think I, you said it was very short, mm-hmm. but I wasn't actually expecting that to be that long. Because, mm. you know, Canada, there are full of activity. There are, like, a lot of activities to fill the day, and I... Remember, I had to go out and cover the story, a story that I'm, I was freelancing. Mm-hmm. And we spent the whole day chatting, walking, grabbing some food. And it was nice because you get to, like, you, you would know how, like, you get to interact with other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and Simba was really cute because he has long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he was showed up like in his glasses, and I remember I was like half an hour or an hour late because I had a camera issue that day. And then I was there, and he was like sitting uh-huh, beside right. the camera issue. <laughs> I was like freaking out. Is um, did I destroy her camera? <laughs> no, like um. Anyways, and then I was so sh- he was waiting. He was really patient, and we were supposed to get like pancakes in Dartmouth because they were offering free pancakes in Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't make it because it takes time to 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 do the ferry, to to like to go to Dartmouth. Yeah, to jump on the ferry. Mm-hmm. To jump yeah. on the ferry. Mm-hmm. And then, so he, I remember, it was he was waiting outside Tim Hortons, and he was like, so cute, and he was like sitting on the on the bench, and I missed him because I I only met like at the, by the time of before the first date, I only met him once, and I just walked right past him. I went in. And I didn't realize he was there. Um, and he knew that we were going to probably be outside the whole day. So he brought, like, juice boxes, which I thought was really cute. And he also brought a lot of, like, Canadian flags and all the little, like, the little tags that you put. And, the, like, the one-time oh, tattoo. Tattoos, yeah. Yeah, the tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the, like, the thing that you put on your back. What is that? Like, the... It's like a sing, it's a Canadian flag here that you can just oh, a pen? click a pen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was such a long day in the middle of it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I spending too much time with the guy on the first days? Because I am a strong believer about um, distance creates um, attraction. Mm-hmm. So I felt that you always need to keep him interested, keep the other person interested by not spending too much time right on the top. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit worried, 
and it was like hot that day too but um we went to see the fireworks in Dartmouth and we took the ferry which I had never done before and I took the ferry with him and it was like so crowded I remember it was so mm. many people and that was when he first held my hand yeah that's cute ferry ride that's a good <laughs> He's really smooth, I would say that, because I feel like he's really shy too, and I'm really shy, of course. Well, I'm not really shy, but I won't be like, hey, hold my hand. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I feel like I'm going to lose you, like, because there are so many people in this environment. <gasps> so he was like, hold on to me. Hold on to me. And ah! yeah. And he's like. It was good. Yeah. I'm and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he reached out his hand. Yes. <laughs> and we saw the fireworks together, and that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um that's a really good. Yeah, sounds like a good day. I just didn't really expect that much of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is a very long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. a whole day from yeah. But yeah, I really liked it, and then we bumped into my friends, which is awesome. Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I tried to make him meet all my friends so that the whole thing would work out well. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if they think, I mean, it's harder for the person who's in a relationship or in a date to realize you don't, you're not right for each other. Yeah. But your friends would know, right? right. Somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so true, yeah. That's you, Simba, smooth. <laughs> yeah. I remember my first date. Mm-hmm. Like, my first date ever. It was when I was 15. Ooh. 15 years old. And it was with someone who was a counselor that I met at a summer camp. I was also a counselor. I wasn't a camper. That would have been weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say yeah. So we were going to go see a movie, mm-hmm. and he called me on the phone, mm-hmm. and he was, like, a very shy person at that time. So mm-hmm. he was like, hello, Miss Haley there. Do you want to see a movie with me? Okay, I'll pick you up. It was, like, very kind of like, bam, bam. Okay, we're going to do this. And then I expected him to, well, I knew that he was, he didn't have his license. So I was like, how are we getting to the movie theaters? It's an hour away. But I don't know. <laughs> he'd work it out. And then it ended up being his whole family went with us. Oh my God, on the first date? Yeah, so like his, what? his mom, his dad, <laughs> and his little brother. And we all, I sat in the back seat with his little brother and <laughs> And he didn't even look at me the whole time. No. Like, the whole drive to the movie theater, which was an hour, he was, like, almost silent because he was very nervous. And at one point, there was a rainbow that we saw as we were driving, and his mom was like, oh, a rainbow, that must be a sign. (laughs) I I hope not. (laughs) No. Um, And then we watched a movie. It was... It was the movie with Jason Bateman and uh, Jennifer Aniston, where they get, like, knocked up or switched it uh, switched up or something yeah anyway um and it was like it was fine it was an okay movie and then we went and they dropped me off at home and that was it that was the whole day and you were with his family the The whole whole time time, how what yeah but did it work like did you enjoy it though did you have a good time it was my first date so Mm -hmm. i thought it was fine i remember coming home and being like feeling very excited that i went on my first date but then like being like, well, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you were 15, right? You said? Yeah, I was 15. But... And then that was also a very slow, like, I dated him for probably almost two years. Almost. Right. And it was a very slow progression, too. Yeah. Like, we didn't hold hands until the second Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just so slow. Uh, yeah, that was funny. But, yeah, that wow. was my first date. But did you know that you wanted 
to date girls, if that's okay to ask? Yeah, no, I had no idea then. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know until after I broke up with him. Mm -hmm. And then my second boyfriend, um, I just was like, I never want to kiss you. Like, not even a little bit. Oh my! <laughs> I didn't say that, but I kept yeah. on thinking that. I was like, please don't kiss me. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> get, get away! Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, I love talking to you. You're a great person, but geez. Um, but then I was like, well, maybe that's just an attraction thing. I'm not attracted to this person. So then we broke up, and I got together with my third boyfriend. And Ooh. I was like, oh, I'm not attracted to you either, but you're very sweet. Like, you're such a <laughs> sweetheart. And at that point, I started to think, well, maybe. And then and then I think I started piecing little things together. Like, um, like I remember getting off the bus and being like, why do I always, like, when you're in line to get off the bus, why do I always look at the girls' butts <laughs> like, as they walk away? And I was like, that's so weird. I feel perverted. That's gross. And then not realizing, like, oh, you're actually just attracted to them, and that's fine. Um, but maybe just don't do that in public. <laughs> yeah. So wow. I started remembering like, little things. And uh, I remember I was always very jealous of my best friend, um, who was a girl. I grew up with her next door. And when she started dating her first boyfriend, I was very jealous of the oh, amount yeah. of time they spent together. And I think that's, like, a natural thing, kind of, with your best friend. But yeah, I think, looking back, I also had some feelings there. I was like, I want to be the only person she ever <laughs> talks to. I want to be the person she loves most. Yeah. Um, wow. Was there a wake-up moment where you're like, I want to date a girl. Like, I want to kiss a girl. Yeah. I think... I think it was reading a book. And mm-hmm. then... I love that. There was, there was this book that I got from the library when I was... And I think I, this is something that I realized looking back. Because I got this book when I was, like, 14. It was before I even dated the first guy that I dated. But... Um, I got this book and realized, like, halfway... I was really enjoying it. I was like, I love this. This is such a good one. And then halfway through, I realized that the main character was gay. And I remember, like, shutting the book and being like, I can't finish this. And I got, like, a lot of, like, really kind of... Not like, oh, no, that's wrong feelings, but kind of, like, weird. Kind of like, that's wrong. And then I'm, I really want to keep reading this. Like, I feel like I... I am this person in a certain way. Like, I feel connected to this person. And I think that made me really uncomfortable. And I remember little things, like, growing up in the church and then at one youth retreat that I went to, like, one event for young people. They were calling people up to the front after we had, like, this huge music, like, two-hour music thing where we were all singing together. And then they were calling people up if they wanted to, like, pray about something sinful in their life or something bad that they wanted to change about themselves. And I remember someone went up who I knew, and I knew that he was gay. And, like, as when he went up, everyone went up, too, because they also knew he was gay. And it was like we were praying away the gay for him. And, like, oh. that was, like, I felt oh. so, like, that was, I think, one of the moments where I started to realize that that was, like, that was also me. And I think I remember being there and, like, feeling, like, my heart kind of jumping and, like, my, I was, like, breathing really quickly. I was like, I don't know what's wrong. Um, yeah. But I don't think I realized at the time. It's all, like, looking back and seeing the, mm-hmm. the connections and, like, always panicking whenever 
anything to do with like LGBTQ or queer culture popped up into my life, like automatically trying to shut it down, not even like thinking about it. Like I almost thought about it as like a temptation without realizing, like not realizing I wasn't thinking about it because if I did, I'd want to think about it more and more because yeah. it's like who I am is part of me. Um, but I was like, yeah, it was like instinctual to just be like, nope, I'm not going to pay any attention to that. Until I started actually paying attention to it. But I don't remember exactly when that moment was. I think it was probably just after, between my second and third boyfriend, where I was like, well, I'll try this one more time. (laughs) If it doesn't work out, maybe I should date girls. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, I think you can date two people in a row that you're not attracted to. But I think I just knew at that point that I was not straight. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then I got really excited to leave my very small hometown and go to the city where I could be free. Yeah. Yeah. And just be true about yourself and what you really want. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh. So that's what happened. I, did, I didn't know that. I like all the personal side of it. Because I know you were brought up religiously, mm-hmm. but I didn't know. Was that really hard? It sounds really, like, it sounds like a struggle. Yeah. like a struggle. Yes, I think it was very hard. It kind of messed, messed with my head a little bit. And I think, like, my family specifically wasn't super religious, but the community that we were part of was. Mm-hmm. So my family were pretty chill. They were like, we don't have to go to church every Sunday. That's like, true. <laughs> we can miss a Sunday or whatever. But it was still very much like, you have to follow the Bible. You have to, you can't do... Sinful things, and mm-hmm. that involves like drugs and alcohol, and also having homosexual sex. <laughs> um, and so I, yeah, I just, yeah, it did mess me up a little bit, or it, I did struggle with it because it was just ingrained in me from such a young age that that was so wrong and like dirty mm-hmm. and like shameful. Right. Yeah. And it took a long time to con- to tell myself that it wasn't like, and to actually believe it. Right. For a very long time, I felt like I had to. I felt like I had to unwork a whole bunch of, like, I feel like they tried to knit me a certain way, like I was a scarf, and then I had to unknit myself and redo redo it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. Mm-hmm. But how is the community right now? Like, is it still like that? Yeah, yeah, it's still like that. Um, yeah, it's funny, because, like, I look back and I'm like, I think that community was really good for me in a lot of ways. Where right. I learned a lot about, um, um, hmm. it was good because, like, I think it stretched me in a lot of ways. Like, I learned to play different instruments, and I, I really, that was my social life. So I met a lot of people through my church, and I had a lot of people who are still very much a part of my life. But mm-hmm. So in, in that way, I think it taught me a lot about how, to love people too, even though they were not very good at loving <laughs> people who are who are gay or yeah. different from them. Yeah. But I did learn a lot and I do value that. And I think there is I think there's value in certain churches right. that are open to being true to what like, I think like the Bible actually says, I guess. Which yeah. is very cliche, but yeah, I think if, I think there is, I don't know what I'm going to say, but, I, right. but <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate my time. 
Yeah. As much as I also know that it was very limiting. That was very off topic. (laughs) (laughs) It's always a good story. Thank you. I don't think, I mean, we are not a religious country. Well, I shouldn't say that, but we're, religion is not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are, are, are atheists. Um, but I feel like LGBT, like this culture, um, is not as accepted as it is in China. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, sorry. It is more accepted here in Canada, but it's not really that accepted in China. It's sort of still under the shadow a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think next episode we're going to invite two couple. Oh, yes. Like cu- in, either, like, yeah. In the future. It might in not the be future. the next episode. Next but episode, yeah. we're hoping to invite um, two queer couples. One where both women are Canadian and one where both women are Chinese. And we'd really like to um, talk about <laughs> them about their respective experiences mm-hmm. and how they met. And how they fell in love. Oh, and all the good things. And yeah. for their promotion, we'll probably just post some really cute photos. <laughs> yeah, I think so that would be amazing. Yeah, <clears throat> we're starting our Twitter account. Yes. Oh, I love that you're doing all the social media stuff. Like you keep on, you bring it up. That's good. I would have forgotten. Yeah, we're starting our Twitter. Which under the same name, Universal Love. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Universal Love Podcast or just Universal Love? If Universal Love is not taken, I would go with that, but if okay. it is, yeah, maybe, yeah. It's smoother for sure. Mm-hmm. So you can find us there on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then maybe someday we'll get, like, Instagram. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it step by step. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that many photos to post, so unless you just want a picture of, like, we could do a selfie every time. Selfie, yeah, like, um, before we start. That might be too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a wrap there. All right, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for episode three. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for listening. One minute you say you're a team.